0: Hey guys, we're back with another coffee break. Today, we're gonna to be talking with a friend about her experiences with mainstream coffee. Amanda, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Hey guys, thanks for having me. Um, So I worked at Starbucks for six years, um, college student right now, it's relaxing.
0: Nice, okay. So uh, let's just get straight into it. Cause, Well, actually, Kevin, Always we got to talk about I coffee. I almost always forget <laughs> to talk about it. Every, well, that's because it's so boring. We talk about... <laughs> well, today, today
2: it's different. I, I don't today even have coffee different. today.
0: Oh, my God. So different know, in a bad way. That's too bad. <laughs> anyway, so, Amanda, every time we uh, start off these podcasts, um, we, we try to have a cup of coffee, usually, with it. And uh, we like to talk about what cup we're drinking that day but because we're both boring and we haven't invested in getting new beans and stuff yet we just keep getting the same it's the same cup of coffee pretty much every single time Um, you're gonna
1: make me cry
0: (laughs) (laughs) so why don't you actually instead tell us about your favorite cup of coffee amanda
1: my favorite coffee okay this is gonna sound really nerdy i actually collect coffee beans everywhere i travel Um, Ooh. Yeah, it's that deep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, my favorite cup of coffee has to be like a, a small business roaster down here in Corpus Christi, Texas. Um, they just roast it in the coffee shop and stuff. But the way that they do their espresso in their drinks is they cold brew it instead of using an espresso. It's pretty good. Uh, at home coffee, though, I use French press. I like to drink the light, light roast.
0: And add cream. That's about it. No sugar. No sugar. Okay. All right. So light roast with the French press. That's uh, that's nice. I, it's actually very different from uh, from myself. I like a, a medium to dark roast. Um, in in the mornings, I I, I drink a drip uh, drip brew, and then most of the time in the evenings, I'll have a a uh, cappuccino. Uh, that I'll okay. I'll use. It. A, a, a Ro-
2: rolling mm-hmm. he, he finally got me to uh to switch to drip. I was on uh I was using Keurig before and How do you feel man, about Keurig? Difference. Amanda.
1: <laughs> I don't have a Keurig, but I don't use K cups, I use like the reusable ones so I can grind my own one,
2: beans. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um I think it's a good alternative to drip. It has good timing. I just my concern would be how dry those beans are inside the K cups. That's that's just me being a snobby about that. No, that's I think good, that's though. fair.
0: <laughs> I think mean, that's totally fair. I hate K cups. Bro just completely hates it. Yeah, he had to get me to switch. I despise them. It's uh, every time I'm I proud
3: have.
0: Of Kevin. And and the, actually, it's funny because <laughs> this weekend um, I'm I'm going to uh, to my uncle's house and um and it's unfortunate because he has a K cup machine. Unless you're
2: forced to use it
0: um, yeah uh i you know you can dress it up pretty nice to make it bearable but man i i oh god it's, i hate cake up so much and i'm not that's privilege <laughs> that's privilege right there <laughs> oh, you man. want
1: to talk about privilege you know what i do when i travel i bring i'm, I'm serious like you can ask uh jill about this i bring um a french press <laughs>
0: Oh, I believe it. No, I, I do something similar. I, uh... <laughs> I, I, <laughs> okay. A lot of times when I go traveling, especially, like, out of state, I'll bring, um... Now, I know uh, Kevin doesn't like this, but I, I like it a lot. Uh, have you ever tried the Instant Espresso from Cafe Bustelo? No. Okay. Well What do you, wait, wait, hold on. What are her thoughts
2: on Cafe Bustelo? What do you what do you how do you feel about that that type I of I don't coffee? know
1: what that is. I I'd say
0: I don't think she knows what it is. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Uh I like Cafe Bustelo. Um Kevin doesn't, but also Kevin has been has been on uh K Cups the entire time. So you know we don't really value his opinion. Uh oh, I do know what just kidding yeah i'm just kidding uh but i'll bring a cafe like a jar of cafe instant espresso pastella, uh and uh i'll just pack it in my in my suitcase and um that's what i'll use for my morning cup of coffee because i hate i don't want to take the risk of either not having a coffee machine wherever i go or having curate
1: I don't know how I feel about instant coffee. That's it's a very mix for me. I've had it before and it's decent. It just doesn't taste like. It's
0: like hit or a miss. Warm
1: cup of coffee.
0: It's, it's hit or, or miss. Yeah, thing. it's definitely yeah. hit or miss. The Cafe pastella has been enjoyable enough for me for instant. Um, obviously I would rather always rather have freshly brewed, but for an instant coffee, and because it's espresso, it has a bit more umph to it compared to like normal instant coffee. It basically gets it to that point where it's actually, like, strong enough that I... I like really strong coffee. I'm very much into strong coffee. Um, so... But, actually, it's funny, because I want to get more into lighter roasts, and I think I need to experiment more with them. And maybe you can actually tell me how to go about doing that, because I've had difficulty in the past um, experimenting with light roasts. But that'll be a conversation for a little bit later. I actually want to talk more about your experience at uh, with the, you know, the mainstream coffee shop Starbucks. So, I mean, can you tell us a little bit about the day to day there and how each day starts and each day ends?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so I was actually an opener there. My store opened at 4.30 and closed at 10.30 at night. Um, so we'd get there, like clean up the store, make a bunch of like the backups, like whipped creams stuff like that, and set up the bar. So, um, made sure the espresso machines were clean and we had all of our ser- such full. Um, but yeah, you would just do that. And then we had a busy top part of the day, which was later in the morning with, you know, the nine to five people going to work or, uh, school kids going to school, which would be our busiest part. And then it kind of like just be steady throughout the day. Um, I feel like though, unfortunately with Starbucks, you lost a lot of the, the coffee house like you want to walk into a coffee shop and feel warm and welcome and like somewhere you can relax i feel like starbucks is very like um, just get up and go kind of feeling nowadays
0: yeah i um, agree with that actually I, I fully agree with that sentiment um yeah but continue definitely can
1: feel it working there no i'm sorry <laughs> um but at the end of the night kind of like there's nobody there anymore uh when i first started it was like my junior year in high school and there would still be people there still had kind of like that feeling. But I feel like as the years have gone by, like nobody wants to go there anymore for like that coffee house feel.
2: Hmm. I think there's just better places to go to get that
0: coffee house, like warm feeling.
1: That's true. This is very true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. But I'm sure when Starbucks first, you know, got its, uh, um, you know, when it first started up i'm sure it tried to capture that coffee house feel but i agree with you i I feel like starbucks right now serves the purpose of a quick um coffee quote unquote i i personally not a big fan of starbucks i don't know how kevin feels um but i remember the last time i actually went to starbucks okay actually it's funny enough i just brought up my uncle's place the last time I was Starbucks was when I was visiting my uncle, and uh, we didn't want to drink the Keurig cup, so we went to Starbucks, and I ordered something, um, and I didn't know what it was. It was. I what, think, what was it? I think it was like a Frappuccino, or I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay, okay, okay. Except they have apology. they have
2: some good stuff there, though. There is there 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 is there is a couple things I think that are actually like worth getting there.
1: I feel like you have to know what you're ordering. If you get what they have advertised, it's cheap and bad quality. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it down she for you. She's gonna hook it up. She's gonna hook it up. If you order a frappuccino, they use a instant coffee base, and you only get two tiny teaspoons of it. So that's not even like 12 milligrams of caffeine. Uh,
0: I couldn't taste the coffee. No, I, it, it was straight. Right. It was a milkshake. I was drinking yeah, a milkshake. Yeah,
1: we had a cream based one then.
0: Yeah, it, it, was, but it was.
1: if you get. Terrible. <laughs> They're awful. If you get uh, the grande, which is like the medium there, it's, it's your entire day's worth of sugar. Right there.
0: Yeah. That's what it tasted like. Yep. Yep. I couldn't finish it's it. I drank two bad. sips and I threw it away. <laughs> you uh, probably
2: paid out the ass for it, too.
0: Yeah, it was like five bucks, something like that. Five, six bucks. Um, yeah. That's but, a cheap one. Yeah, I, I, I got a small, <laughs> I think. Uh, Holy shit. And, uh, yeah, it, it was... It just kind of re- reaffirmed my feelings about <laughs> about starbucks but um I, yeah no I, you know i'm sure you're right kevin i'm sure there are things at starbucks that uh you know are, are decent quality i, I,
2: I personally I, I really like I, I mean i guess like this kind of falls under the same thing as like the green tea like matcha latte they do mm. i really like that I'm I like it for green tea. They have a lot of
1: a lot of sugar in their matcha. That's my only complaint about their matcha, but it's good. That's it has small caffeine. It's good. I like it.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I feel like a lot of their their drinks are really sugary as well. Um. But but anyway, enough about my horror stories uh, of getting uh, Frappuccinos. Uh, uh. So <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> You're gonna give me nightmares again.
0: So you said you have a uh, you have a kind of a rush hour in the mornings and then you have a steady pace of uh, of customers throughout the day. Is there a like a nighttime rush at all or is it mainly just that morning rush?
1: No, it's just that morning rush. Um, So they call it like their peak time, which they'll do like thousands of dollars in transactions within two hours. Wow. Yeah, absolutely not. But in the evening, no, it's really, really slow. Generally, they might have like a. Because my location was behind a high school, so if it was, like, football season, they may have, like, a teeny tiny pop because of people going to, like, a sports event or something, but um, at other ones that I had worked out, they just did not, there's nothing going on. They just clean and close.
0: Okay, I gotcha. Huh. All right, well, that's a good, uh, I guess, synopsis of the day-to-day. What were your um, like responsibilities like uh, while you were working there?
1: Mm, okay, so I was a barista for four years and then a ship supervisor for two. So as a barista, uh, you get to work different positions. You are responsible for each position. So like either you're taking orders in the drive through you're creating or making the drinks. They called it creating there, but you're putting together the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Some putting shit, putting okay. dudes for real it's bad you're making it on the hot bar or the cold bar so you can imagine like your hot drinks versus your frappuccinos or your iced teas uh, or you're taking okay. stuff at the cash registers those were the barista um, shift supervisor same thing except for you gotta do breaks you gotta run all that kind of stuff and then if one of the physicians get behind that's your new spot like you're in charge of that spot now
0: Okay, uh, yeah, that, that yeah. sounds very familiar. I used to, for those that don't know, I don't know if I've ever brought this up uh, on a previous episode, but I used to work at Papa John's. Uh, that was my... Papa f- J's. Yep, that was my first uh, job. Uh, and we had a very similar layout in terms of our responsibilities. Uh, you, got the, you got the general position name. We were teammate. Uh, and you were responsible for every... To know how to do every role pretty Much, uh, whether it be assembling the pizzas, being cashier, uh, slicing the pizzas and taking them out of the oven, uh, prep, uh, all, all that stuff. Um, so I feel like
2: this job shaped you, Roland. Like, you, you, this is like who you are, you know, you're, you're who you are today because of Papa J's,
0: man. I'm a, I'm a pizza, pizza boy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I honestly, that, that job actually did introduce me to a lot of things, um, and I feel pretty, I, you know, I, I feel like everyone should have some kind of retail facing slash, um, you know, fast food, uh, job experience at some point in their lives. Because I feel like it does help shape, uh, you know, some, uh, some ideas around the world that you might have.
1: Very eye-opening for sure.
0: Yeah yeah absolutely
2: basically learn people are assholes
0: you learn a couple things actually it's not (laughs) it's not all bad uh well yeah most of the customer experiences funny enough i didn't have any terrible terrible stories about uh at papa john's even though i was a cashier for most of that time and i dealt with a lot of customers i was there for about a year and a half i think well um,
1: oh, you're a blessed child
0: then <laughs> yeah it was i mean it was a decent decent part of town i guess but um i, had, I mean i had one bad experience on a phone uh we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later uh but um i think i mean kevin you you, you had some some experience a very limited experience right In uh the-
2: yeah yeah i worked at uh so i worked at payway for a summer um for anybody that doesn't know what payway is it's a little asian restaurant kind of like uh it's like a more upscale version of Panda, uh, Panda Express, and, uh, then I worked at Shake Shack, the burger place, for, like, two days, and then I quit. And then I never worked a retail
0: or fast food job again. Fuck all <laughs> yeah, of
3: thank
0: that. Thank <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. Well, well, well how was Payway, how did Payway treat you?
2: You know, honestly, not bad. I was a cashier, and it was pretty chill, and, uh, whatever food people ordered that, uh, that they didn't pick up I, I i would get
0: a chance at so it's pretty solid yep same thing happened at papa john's yeah they, Yep. that's so funny yeah basically uh <laughs> but it was up to the manager so i, I actually at one point um, oh if
2: they wait if like if they wanted it
0: no no no, no it was no my, my manager was actually really cool but um at one point uh he was concerned that someone was putting in orders that no one actually ordered
2: oh yeah um, yeah yeah
0: because uh, we had like a lot of carryouts and were never coming to get picked up so that's at one point and uh, also our numbers were going down like our our uh, like our stats uh and he was like all right so until our our uh stats go back up until you guys pick it up uh, i'm throwing out all of the carryouts that don't get picked up i'm just, I'm just gonna throw them in the trash uh and he did that <laughs>
3: <No way. laughs> and, it hurts
0: my feelings i know uh but it worked because our stats went back up because we wore mad <laughs> so honestly lucky you know. that idea
1: was smart though if somebody actually
0: was doing that <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean i don't know who might have been doing that um oh it sounds like it was you roland <laughs> <laughs> all i'm I saying is who? that i left a week later no i was kidding uh <laughs> <laughs> no uh all right so um now going back to Starbucks, books, um, Starbucks, Starbucks, uh, Starbies, bro. <laughs> I'm curious um, on on the end processes around Starbucks. So, like, what is uh, the sourcing like for for Starbucks beans? Do they roast anything on site? Is it all integrated within Starbucks? Like, you get shipments of beans from like headquarters or something like that or you know a facility, uh, other facility uh how right. does that work
1: so um well i can say starbucks does not do their employees the best they do 100 percent their sources like uh they're all small farms like each so they all come from um different places they all have their small farms that starbucks will buy from instead of like them owning their own farms um our shipments do come from like factories and all that kind of stuff, warehouses. That is where we received them. They do like um, small batches of coffee. They call them their single origin coffees. Uh, the reserve stores generally will have them where they have um, like seasonal mom and pop farms. They'll prop- buy crops from like coffee beans, crops from and roast them at the factories and send them out. So they'll be a little bit more expensive, but they have more flavor to them. Because they're so small, but they do generally just outsource for their beans. They have like their people they go to, but um, it is mainly just like the smaller farms, yeah.
0: Is is now is do they ever source around a like locally for a franchise, or is it all just from the same farms, uh, you know, universally?
1: Um, I. Wouldn't put it past them to do it locally, because whenever they do like um, like new locations and stuff in tropical places, like they have Japan stores or um, like the Hawaii stores, mm-hmm. they do have like a farm in Hawaii. The Hawaii stores they try to bring in that culture to like the new stores that they have. They'll reuse older buildings or uh, get locals to help them inspire the store by and try to locally buy. Um, like their artwork pieces, and stuff inside the store.
0: That's cool.
1: So I would not put it past them to buy local beans.
0: Hmm. Okay, that's that's actually uh, surprising. I thought Starbucks uh, uh, was fully like a uh, fully vertical, vertically integrated uh, company like like McDonald's, where um, they kind of own the entire process. So it's no. kind it's very interesting that they actually source from these different farms. I didn't know that. Uh, that's really surprising. Now, did the beans come whole or do they come pre-ground?
1: Hey, <laughs> Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> that's concerning. Let's, let's throw this back to... Um, so the coffee bean plant is a cherry. So they, you grow these cherry plants, and um, they're not like your, your maraschino cherries or your dark red cherries that you would get at the store. They're coffee cherries. Um, and the bean is the seed that's inside of it. So they will buy the cherries by... Bulk or whatever it's called properly mm-hmm. um, and then roast it at the Starbucks factory like they'll'll they'll, um, open them up and roast them in the different ways they want it
0: okay and then it, so that but that's at the factory that's like the the uh, um, uh, distribution facility right so when how does it reach your oh, sorry how does that reach your local store or your local franchise
1: Um. They just distribute it to uh, different warehouses and stuff, and then we would order uh, from the warehouses. I actually used to do the orders from our stores and stuff, too, so you could just put in how many coffees you need. You would have to uh, pay attention to your transaction numbers and, like, to know how many you needed for the next few days. And you just get it from the warehouse. So, like, um, they're not exactly like, super fresh, but they're not, like, been chilling in the warehouse for a few months. You know what I mean?
0: Okay. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, so, is that, like, um... So does that mean you get so you get actually the 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 franchises received them whole bean correct that's good okay good to hear
1: yeah so um every yes whole bean um (laughs) so we get different coffees for different things so we would get like these uh espresso bags they'd be like they'd come in i think they're like 10 pound bags they would come in and you would get like your dark roast your light roast and your pike place the medium roast that we would always have on tap fresh um and then you would get your espresso beans and your cold brew beans separately in each different bag and you would grind them in store for what you needed the espresso beans were automatically ground by the espresso machines though because we don't have the this we have the automatic espresso machines and not the manual
0: oh okay the ones that like automatically tamp and grind and everything
1: yeah that's
0: interesting cool how do, you like what those? Uh. How do you like those machines?
1: I wish we had manual ones. <laughs> they were... So, <laughs> um, they just released a bunch of, like, a, a second series they're trying to push through each Starbucks store. Um, but the ones I had had, like, the, the original. Mr. Inners was the name brand of them, the espresso machine. And you would literally just press a button and... Excuse me, the espresso would, like, come out. They would break all the time, too. They're like $20,000 that would break all the time. Jesus.
2: (laughs) Are you guys in charge of fixing them at all? Or they had, like, somebody come out and they did break?
1: They had their own um, position within corporate to have him come around the stores and, like, fix it in different areas.
2: Okay. Yeah. What was the... uh... I'm just out of curiosity the what was the most sold coffee in your store like what was the most like popular drink bought to buy
1: either a white milk or a caramel macchiato and I don't know if it's because that's just what people hear so often and they order it or if they genuinely think it t- tastes good <laughs>
3: <laughs> macchiato
1: yeah <laughs> they just wanted it for the word yeah. and then I would sit there and explain what it was when they didn't like the taste of it and they're like well shouldn't it just be sweet no i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs>
0: <That's>, <laughs> man okay yeah uh so uh, i'm curious uh do you go back to starbucks at this point do you go to starbucks
1: um okay so here's the whole funny story of me working at starbucks <laughs> yeah <laughs> i didn't like coffee when i first started working at starbucks i never went Starbucks started working there and now that I quit I haven't gone back since because I make my own coffee or go to like local cafes
3: mm-hmm.
1: um but they definitely did get me into coffee and gave me that experience but no I do not go back to Starbucks because I've had better
0: <laughs> okay that's kind of the answer I was expecting if I'm being honest so um that makes- the coffee
2: evolution right there
0: yeah Yeah. i feel like yeah i feel like starbucks is a gateway for a lot of people some people just stay stay there stay at that point and then some people move past past it um and uh i think that's a good thing um so yeah i i uh let's so moving to the next point i'm actually really curious to hear what is the worst (laughs) experience uh you had having to, I mean, not not necessarily because it's Starbucks, but just working this retail slash fast food position. Uh, what was what was what's the worst person you had to deal with?
1: Oh my God! Okay, um, so most of my stories are gonna come from Starbucks because I worked there for so long, <laughs> and it when you go to Starbucks because it's Starbucks, you expect like higher quality. You expect that high name brand like you want to stick your nose up in the air and brag about it on your instagram because you had starbucks right Mm -hmm. do i could give you stories anywhere from creepy old men to parents trying to break my window to drinks being thrown at me
2: holy shit
1: yeah um i think definitely one of the worst ones though is like i had to sit there and okay it was it Disgruntled gentleman, and he did not like his drink. I had to sit there and explain to him. So he then he continued to keep yelling at me, and I was like, "Well, sir, at this point, I can't do anything." And he started yelling at me. Turned to the lady next to him, um, started screaming at her. I had to like eventually kick him out of the store. But the worst thing that he did to me was he spat at me.
0: Oh my god.
1: Yeah, I. It's awful. There, I could give you so many stories. Um,
0: so wait, know this guy who spit spit at you uh, yeah I'm, i take it did anything happen legally or any did you pursue anything or did you just leave it
1: you're not allowed to at that company
0: what um
1: yeah i actually got in trouble for kicking him out i almost got fired
2: holy <laughs> wow what the fuck
1: yeah no <sighs> i was a barista at the time and i pulled out my own phone and called the cops i was like i'm done with this get out of my store
0: wild wild. Yeah. okay alright yeah that's a pretty bad experience uh, yeesh okay What's, yeah. what else do you have I on deck do,
1: um, <laughs> so uh, let see I guess any other Starbucks partner could relate any like uh, holiday launches that were called like when the winter time comes and getting ready for Christmas and all those things they launch their fancy drinks and a fancy set of Like the retail cups, you know what I'm talking about? Like the tumblers? Yeah, yeah. We will literally have a line out the front door, out the drive through, that will go on for hours whenever it drops at 4 (laughs) a.m.
2: That's so crazy. I have
1: had women try to break down my doors because Starbucks is about natural light, open, all the uh, happy ecosystem stuff. So my store I had worked at, one wall was completely windows and so it's the front door is all glass and she broke the door trying to get in early to get the cups
2: <laughs> what the <laughs> f- was she a karen what, t- tell us yes. about this lady <laughs>
1: yeah no she's your typical karen you know got like the blonde streaks in her hair middle-aged white woman I'm like, oh,
0: <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> man this um, uh, starbucks what's sounding
1: like go ahead
0: i was just gonna say starbucks is sounding more and more like a, like a cult <laughs>
1: it is, yeah. it is a cult. Oh my god, I could tell oh, it is a cult. We have like um Facebook pages for partners and stuff that oh have stories full. But anyway, she and what bothered me the most is like you would think that people would sit there and look at her like, why did she just break this door to get some cups? Like I'm with her. her. No, they're <laughs> with her. It's a mom coming in, bro. They're <laughs> chipping at the so glass.
0: Bad. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Come on. Yeah, that's ugh. Ugh that's gross oh
1: yeah it was awful
0: uh, uh that's so wild uh tell me a little bit about the people you may have been working with at the time like did you enjoy working with some of the people or you know your teammates is there any part of this experience that you enjoyed or was it just all kind of Bluff. coffee <laughs> The coffee okay that's fair
1: But uh that's why I enjoy Whenever I went through like the Coffee Master program and stuff, because I'm a big old nerd. Once I find something I like, I want to learn a lot about it. So going through that program and learning about like what coffee is, each coffee bean, I could tell you like different notes and how to do a proper coffee tasting for coffee. That was fantastic to me. But um, working there, it was full of high school kids and Karens and creepy old men. So no, not an enjoyable experience
0: wow wow okay yeah well, at least you got the coffee uh uh master coffee master you call it what was that? is that what it was yeah that's coffee master called. okay that's neat and you said it's a six-month program to uh hone your your knowledge and skills about coffee that's really neat actually i think that's cool that they offer that for people who actually want to take it more seriously um you know i didn't i didn't even know about that they so don't anyone-
1: offer they did
0: Oh, they don't offer it anymore? Oh. Wow, that's sad. That's
1: what I'm saying. They're like way too focused on sales now.
0: That is sad. That's actually extremely disappointing. Um, Yeah. Man. That just,
2: you know, shows like how, you know, it becomes just more and more mainstream that they take something like that away.
0: Starbucks, you changed, man. They did. They (laughs) 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 did. So, you know. My retail experiences were, uh, were definitely more mild. The worst thing I had happen uh, was uh, over the phone, pretty much. Some some asshole decided to uh, he called up the store, checking on his order. And I was explaining to him that you know his his logo was on his on his way or something, and then he just started yelling at me and saying he's gonna get me fired. And, and my manager took over, and then that was that. But. One of the funniest, actually, of the weirdest things, I guess, happened. Um, we found out that our... So one of our uh, uh, assistant managers at the time, uh, he worked, like, the night shift. Often closed. And one night, he... That I wasn't working, he closed early. You're not allowed to close early. Pretty much at any retail shop. Uh, that's a huge, huge no-no. Yeah. Um, so... He closed early, and that caught the that caught the eye of corporate. So corporate launched an investigation, and then they found out that he was uh, smoking weed and uh, potentially doing other drugs on each shift, um, and then potentially dealing drugs out the back. At the Papa Jays, No! Sounds like Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. In, in was there this, a drive-through at your location? Like, was no, he hooking it up through the window? Oh. No, there's just a back door. And um they also found <laughs> out, like, I mean, it kind of made sense because he was definitely on some shit every single time, every night, because his eyes would always be gla- glazed over. And he was also extremely, like, his mood swings were crazy. Uh Sometimes he was really chill. And then sometimes he would just pop off for no reason over the smallest thing. Um, so he got fired, obviously. Uh, but it was pretty funny just to go from like him uh, being there and then the next day I just hear about all this shit that they found out about him. Uh, and I was like, oh wow, okay. Well, I guess he's gone.
2: This guy sounds iconic dealing out the Papa J's back door,
0: man. <laughs> That's- but uh and honestly so one of the things that i was definitely lucky about experiencing in retail i didn't have to deal with too much um as as amanda was saying like i didn't have to go through any of that no one threw anything at me uh actually i was getting tipped as a cashier which was hilarious i don't tip cashiers sorry i just don't um i think most people don't yeah
1: for that sorry yeah
0: (laughs) so i was getting tipped as a cashier uh, and, uh, I actually really like the people I was working with. They're all super cool for the most part, except the, uh, weird drugged, drugged up guy. Um, but Kevin, what about you? I mean, what, do you have any weird experiences at Payway?
2: Uh, the only experience that I like really remember, cause I didn't, I also didn't have too many, um, like bad experiences, like for the most part. Uh, and it was in like a nicer area, so that was, I think that kind of helped, but the only weird experience I had was there was a mom that came in with her two kids, and like, keep in mind, I'm like, I'm like 17 at this point, or 18 maybe, like, I, I was like, I was, still, I was still a baby, and this, like, mom was like trying to recruit me for this like really weird like modeling position, um, she asked me like, you know, it, it was like at her house or something, it was very, just very strange. <laughs> Just very weird. I think she was trying to kidnap me or something like
3: I think I would be like
2: (laughs) (laughs) It could have have very well been something like that And I remember just like being really weirded out and I was like yeah you know what no no thanks I'm good
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm more concerned for the kids If she was doing that to you are those actually her kids then?
2: you know God. i her kids didn't i'm gonna be honest her kids didn't look like her i i don't know what that means but it
1: That's I, scary, man.
2: did her kids have leashes
0: <laughs> they look, no they look taken care of they look taken care of <laughs> just imagine her selling this to kevin just like yeah my basement is basically a studio it, has, uh, it just doesn't have running water yet uh <laughs> so working on
2: it working on it no. um <laughs> But there was, so there was that and then at Shake Shack, like I said, I worked there for like two days and I basically got like lied to. I thought I was gonna work as a cashier there and then they, they wanted me to flip burgers and fuck that. So I left after two days.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, actually one question I have is, did you ever, were they, or did they ever ask you Amanda or force you to clean a bathroom while you were there?
1: oh my god yeah actually um so they had a position for that it's called customer support (laughs) oh
2: god (laughs) of course it is go
1: and keep the area the baristas were working at clean you would restock their stuff you would check the cafe take out the trashes and you'd have to go clean the bathroom
2: how bad were the uh, bathrooms
1: we kept them pretty clean like they were pretty decent uh it was the closer's job really to de-clean and go scrub the toilet so not my problem (laughs) nice uh, one of the reasons why I preferred opening for sure. Um, but no, you definitely would see some because we kept clear trash bags, so you would definitely see some like insulin and shit in there. It's terrifying, but yeah. Uh, I've had to clean a bathroom a couple of times.
0: See, I think that's wild to me, especially when uh, the bathroom is fucking disgusting. Um, and. I, I one time outright, I outright Just They asked me to clean the bathroom one time uh, And I walked in there and, uh, and it was It was nasty Like someone Did not Okay I have
1: a question though Were they Was it like a Single star bathroom Like you'd open up And it's like one toilet Or are there multiple stalls
0: One toilet There's just one room Oh okay yeah. yeah
1: Same Okay same
0: I was like no I'm not cleaning the bathroom <laughs> I was like no I'm not, I'm not doing that And then I'm like what I was like yeah I'm not doing that So <laughs> Fire, fire went. me, pussy! <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> so they got someone else to do it, but I was like, I, nope, I'm not doing that. Sorry. Uh, I'm. I'll clean a bathroom if it's like not too bad. I, I don't mind that much. But if there's like, if there's any biohazards in that bathroom at the time of cleaning, I'm not. I'm not fucking with that. Sorry.
1: I have a story from another barista that actually got corporate. Like went to corporate because it was so bad. Speaking of biohazard... You want to Jesus see? Yeah,
2: Christ. what happened? Yeah, let's hear
1: it. Um, so, okay. Uh, when you work at a location, you have sister locations that are, like, the locations closer to you. I said that word a lot. um <laughs> 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 had worked there originally as a manager, but transferred to mine. So, what had happened there, I guess, uh, a hobo went and took a dump in the back of the... Like, the back of the building, kind of like where the dumpster trash can area is, like, right outside the door. And the store manager at the time had asked him to clean it up instead of calling like a biohazard team. And so the store manager got fired for that, <laughs> and he definitely did not clean it up.
0: I thought you meant he tried to ask the hobo to clean yes. it up. <laughs> 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 I, was, I was really confused.
1: And the employee had to go get it.
0: He was like, hey man, uh, I'm going to need you to clean that up. <laughs> That that that's fucked. That's that's fucked up. <laughs> Asking one of your employees to clean up an actual human pile of shit outside the door. That's that's wild. Yep. Uh, uh,
2: I'm not surprised that guy got fired for that.
0: I I'm glad he got fired. You know, and this is the kind. Of, this is why there's a, a revolution happening right now in retail for this exact kind of thing. Um, That's why there's a labor shortage going on. That's why my Wendy's down the street has a permanent hiring sign uh, for the last six months to a year. These people are getting... Everyone that works retail like that has been getting taken advantage of for so long.
2: Yeah, now they got the stimmies. They're good to go.
0: (laughs) I'm happy, man. It's been a long time coming. Uh... You know, hopefully, pay raises across the board actually you know get cemented in, and just keeps going from that there.
1: Yeah. I can tell you, uh, the amount I got paid at Starbucks not worth it.
0: It's 100%. not. It's never at worth all. it. It's never worth. I mean, I consider myself lucky because I'm not gonna lie. I will say my experience at Papa John's probably was worth it because I didn't have to deal with any of the stuff that you, the, the horror stories that you just told us. Uh, <laughs> that and I was lucky for that and I, I attribute that mostly to my manager my manager was a really really good dude um but man if I had to deal with half the stuff that you probably had to deal with I I it's not worth it it's not worth it's not it at worth all it. not worth it at all the best thing I got out of the Papa John's experience for me was learning how to make a pizza that was that's pretty cool but that's definitely not worth 8.50 an hour or however much I was getting paid
2: Definitely not worth the- it. How much? How much do Starbucks employees make if you're? I guess how much so, do they start off at? Yeah, it's
1: state by state, or I guess city by city, depending on like that city's minimum wage. They went by uh, Texas's minimum wage; it's like ten seventy-five, so uh, or ten twenty-five, something like that. So that's what baristas would start at, and then because you're a glorious manager, you would get a whole two-dollar raise Jeez. to be a shift supervisor. And you'd start at like $12. And then, of course, because you're a store manager, you would make six figures a year.
2: Was that the next or was that like the next position up? from? Are you serious?
1: I'm so serious. They have a temporary position called ASM, which is like the assistant store manager, but that only lasts eight months Uh and you only get paid like $40,000. Which is still way more than a trip supervisor, (laughs) but yeah, that's that's basically the next step up from
0: twelve dollars
1: to six figures.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: (laughs) If you want to talk about pay inequality.
2: Yeah. Jeez. These Starbucks are—you can
0: own a Starbucks, right? Like it's a franchise business. No. No.
1: There are no franchises.
0: oh uh, Oh, seriously i thought they i've been saying franchise this entire episode why don't you correct me
1: (laughs) (laughs) i feel bad interrupting you Uh, Uh, (laughs) no no franchises there's um i forget what they're called but they're not corporate stores which are the ones owned by like airports or target but they don't get the same rules regulations and quality product as corporate
0: Hmm, that's interesting okay Okay, let's see like Papa John's is, is a franchise business. You can anyone can own a Papa John's if they want uh, Same thing with
2: Roland. We should go into that. We should own a Papa John's
0: Yeah, I'm good man <invite> Okay. <laughs> I'd rather start my own cafe. Thank you very much Oh man. Uh, anyway um, So amanda appreciate your you telling us all about those experiences um but i know kevin has a question for you uh before we uh call it call it a day
2: oh yeah concerned. are you right you ready for this
1: i'm concerned
2: if you had to pick a favorite dinosaur what would <laughs> it be
1: uh, um the pterodactyl they can fly and they're huge like ginormous
0: yeah those things are massive right those fuckers are huge (laughs) that would be my
1: answer
0: we need to see exactly how big they are now their
2: wingspan is like it's
1: crazy it's like the size of a house bro
0: (laughs) well that's what see kevin thought that uh uh what was it the velociraptor Yeah, he thought velociraptors were actually huge like in uh um the movies Jurassic Park yeah yeah um, in reality um, they're the size of a chicken so
1: yeah
0: let's see if the uh pterodactyl shares that that uh <laughs> let me see I got you right
1: here
2: the she got her dino facts up let's go I can
1: pull this up let's
0: see all right let's I got 10 I got meters it high? I see it wait you said 10 here. meters high
1: Yes, dimensions in meters on the thing.
0: Where are you seeing that? I need to know.
1: I googled a picture.
0: Because okay, I'm seeing a <laughs> wingspan. I'm seeing a wingspan of uh, uh, one meter.
2: That's small. That can't be
0: right.
1: No, 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 six meters is their wingspan. I'm looking
0: at it. <laughs> I'm looking on me. Wikipedia, so I don't know where you're. Well, looking. one of you guys is wrong here, so, clearly. You don't, you don't have to be looking at a picture of uh, the Jurassic Park movie, right? <laughs> Did
1: you spell it right? <laughs>
0: yes, I spelled it right. Um, Pterodactylus. Okay, that's the 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 actual uh, name whose members are commonly known as pterodactyls all right it says here uh Pterodactylus is known from over 30 fossil specimens and though most belong to juveniles many preserve complete skeletons Pterodactylus antiquus was a relatively small pterosaur with an estimated adult wingspan of about one meter three feet fi- five inches for those that are living in uh uh freedom land uh based on Major the only land. known adult specimen, which is represented by an isolated skull. So, you're like-
1: Maybe I'm
2: So it wrong. sounds like they're giant. I, I, no, I refuse to believe <laughs> yeah, these are no. all small. I yeah.
1: I linked it to him. <laughs> yeah, he's-
2: Take you, news. Let me take a look. You Next can't minute, just is say velociraptors length? are small and then pterodactyls
0: are small. Yeah,
1: no, they're I, as high as a giraffe and their wingspan is six meters i was a dinosaur kid fight me
0: (laughs) dimensions.com i don't know if i trust dimensions.com dimensions or wiki
1: have you looked at like the pictures on google (laughs) you see like your beak can like just let me just put a human in my mouth looking at this thing
0: (laughs) all right fine we'll 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 go with your description okay we'll say We'll, we'll pretend that they have a looks, man, of 20 feet, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, thanks again, Amanda. I really do appreciate you sharing uh, your experiences with us. Um, it's uh, very enlightening. Uh, gives us a little bit more insight on the behind-the-scenes Starbucks experience and just retail in general. It really gives uh, some you know, some real eye openers for those who haven't worked in retail at how how much people have been getting fucked over uh, these last few years so yeah hopefully now whoever might be listening can support the pay raise and uh, the new wages for for these retail employees because it's uh, been a long time coming anyway thanks again Amanda Uh, nice to talk to you again and uh Thanks for anyone listening. We hope you will join us on our next coffee break. Have a good one.